0: Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Two Phases to the Second Coming. In Matthew 24 and 25, Jesus introduced brand new revelation concerning his second coming. The Old Testament prophets revealed the truth that the Messiah will one day come to earth and establish his kingdom. See Daniel 2, Joel 3, Zechariah 14, etc. This phase of the second coming was clearly established in the Old Testament. However, there is another aspect of Christ's second coming, a first phase, called the rapture, that was not revealed until brought out by Jesus Christ. This first phase comes unexpectedly as a thief in the night. See Matthew 24, 43, 44. In contrast, the second phase will be preceded by all manner of obvious signs culminating in Christ coming to earth in power and great glory, Matthew twenty-four thirty through 33. In Matthew 24, Christ first deals with the second phase of his second coming, namely his second coming to earth to establish his kingdom. Following this, he then deals with the first phase of his second coming, which is commonly called the rapture. Because Christ addressed the second phase first, it can be confusing. But careful attention to detail clearly reveals the distinction. The flow of Matthew 24, 1-44. 24, 1-3, the setting in questions. 24, 4-35, tribulation. Sign events culminating in the second coming. Then, at verse 36 We have a major transition, a major marker, transition, verse 36. And then 37 through 44 life is normal. No signs, surprise coming. Matthew 24 through 25 is commonly called the Olivet Discourse because it took place on the Mount of Olives. The subject matter is end time events. It is the most extensive prophetic section in the New Testament outside the book of Revelation. It comes from the lips of the Lord Jesus, right at the very end of his earthly ministry, just a couple of days or so before his crucifixion. The Old Testament was confusing for the Jews. They saw the truth of a suffering Messiah, but they also saw the truth of a reigning Messiah. They referred to the coming suffering Messiah as the suffering son of Joseph, and they referred to the coming reigning Messiah as the reigning son of David. Which one do you suppose got most of the attention? The reigning one, of course. They were accurate in seeing both portraits, but what they failed to see is that these realities were all to be fulfilled in one person. What they failed to see is that the one Messiah would have two comings. The first related to suffering as Jesus came as a man of sorrows, and the second related to his coming in power and glory as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. But when Jesus came, he not only affirmed the reality of two comings, he also gave new additional revelation showing that there would be two aspects to his second coming. Not only are there two comings, there are also two parts to the second coming. Jesus was the first one to reveal the reality of two aspects to his second coming. He brought it out in the Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24 and 25, and also two days later in the Upper Room Discourse in John 14:1 through 3 Note this very important point. The rest of the New Testament builds on this new prophetic insight first brought out by Christ. The Old Testament knew very well about Christ's second coming, back to earth, when he will set his feet down on the Mount of Olives, as prophesied in Zechariah 14.4. New additional revelation brought forth by Christ was that the first phase of his second coming would involve him coming to receive to himself those that belong to him, as seen in John 14.3. When you put all the pieces of the prophetic puzzle together, it is clear that phase one of the second coming happens before the seven-year tribulation period, while phase two happens after the Tribulation period. I believe both aspects of the Second Coming are found in the, what I call, the prophetic seed plot of Matthew 24. By the way, if you want to study this issue more thoroughly, I highly recommend the book, Evidence for the Rapture, in which John F. Hart writes a chapter titled, Jesus and the Rapture, Matthew 24. He presents nine arguments that convincingly make the case for the pre-Tribulation Rapture being found in Matthew 24. Clearly, Israel and the tribulation period are in view in Matthew 24, 4-35. The correspondence between the judgments in Matthew 24, 5-8 and the breaking of the second, third, and fourth seals in Revelation 6, 3-8 seem to clearly relate to the first half of the tribulation period. Christ describes these things as the beginning of sorrows in Matthew 24, 8. Randall Price says the most compelling argument for a tribulation context for these verses comes from a comparison of Matthew 24, 4-14 with the first five seal judgments in Revelation 6. As Jesus goes on, he then references the prophet Daniel in Matthew 24, 15, tying what is being said to the 70th week of Daniel prophecy in Daniel 9. The 70th week of Daniel is the seven-year tribulation period. So clearly, Christ is addressing tribulation truth at this point. Christ then goes on to speak of unparalleled tribulation, great tribulation, referring to the second half of the tribulation period, which will climax in the second coming, as seen in verses 29 through 31. John F. Hart says verses 32 through 35 explain how the events of the tribulation are like the springtime budding of a fig tree. As the budding of the fig tree in the spring signals the nearness of summer, so the events that transpire during the 70th week of Daniel give clear evidence of the nearness of the Lord's second coming. In other words, once the tribulation signs begin, the second coming is foreseeable. Matthew 24, 4-35 essentially deals with matters related to Israel and the tribulation period. But at verse 36 a clear and definite transition takes place. And this is precisely where new revelation from Christ begins to unfold regarding the first phase of his second coming. This phase was previously unknown and it comes as a thief in the night. This is where we live. The first aspect of Christ's return is that he will come unexpectedly, perhaps today. Live ready. Maranatha. Matthew 24, 43, and 44. Jesus says, But know this, know this, that if the master of the house had known in what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into therefore you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect lord we thank you for this additional revelation an aspect of your coming that is is not expected comes as a a thief in the night that that is not true of uh, your second coming to the earth Lord, all kinds of phenomenon, all kinds of warning. We will, they will know it is at the door, as it says, but not so with this aspect. Uh, it comes uh, when people are not expecting it. It comes without warning, as a thief in the night. And so, Lord, we're, we're called upon to be ready, to live ready as a way of life. I pray that would be true in our lives uh, as believers. And so, Lord, uh, indeed, help us to take to heart what Christ said about uh, you also be ready. The Son of Man is coming at an hour when we do not expect. Lord, help us to live ready today, and I pray in Christ's name, amen.